Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I had a whole bunch of people send me this story, including several who pointed out that one of the headlines said Michigan man, da-da-da-da-da, almost like Florida man. So <laughs> there is a connection because this did happen in Michigan, and the man is from Michigan, and the event happened in Michigan. But uh, from CBS and Associated Press, man who shoveled new channel into Lake Michigan, convicted of two misdemeanors. And I think I talked about this back when it happened, back when the guy got arrested. I think, I think. But basically, there's a river up towards this portion of the state of Michigan. And it winds around and it flows into Lake Michigan. And what it used to do is it wound down to the beach and then it ran parallel to the beach, leaving like a big, almost like a, not a dune, but a, a strip of sand between it and the water. And it ran and went way over here and went in this way. And so the allegation was that somebody noticed that somebody had just taken a shovel, apparently, and dug a channel so that when you came down, you didn't have to make this right-hand turn and go over here anywhere. You just went straight into the lake. But, of course, the problem is that rivers meander. And I believe where this happens is part of a national park. And as a result of that, you don't just go in and start, you know, changing nature. Okay, so... A man accused of diverting a National Park River to ease boat access to Lake Michigan has been convicted of two misdemeanors. Now, the man's from Frankfurt, Michigan. Frankfurt is up in that area, so he's a local. But he's found guilty of tampering and vandalism Wednesday during a brief trial in front of a U.S. magistrate judge. Back in August of 22, a National Park Service ranger witnessed the man digging with a shovel so the Platte River and the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore would be diverted into one of the Great Lakes. And that, of course, would be Lake Michigan. And if you've never been to Sleeping Bear Dunes, you've got to go. It's just such a cool park. And these gigantic sand dunes on Lake Michigan. I was at that park uh, last summer or the summer before. And it's just a, a spectacular wonder of nature. Uh, but he is he doing this, apparently to make it easier to get his boat in and out. Within days, the natural power of the water and the constructed dam caused the river to divert and created a new channel to Lake Michigan that grew to approximately 200 feet wide, according to the U.S. attorney. It stayed approximately that wide for the summer and fall season. There was then an influx in the number of fishermen that came to the Platte River boat launch to take advantage of the favorable conditions of access created by the new channel. So there was a boat launch on the river. And if you brought your boat down, it turns out the water did get kind of shallow as it approached the lake because the way that sand shifts around. But apparently with this new channel cut in there, oh, it's easier to get in the lake. So now the traffic at that boat launch goes up. The Associated Press left a voicemail and email seeking comment from the man's attorney. While U.S. Attorney Mark Totten said the man had a policy dispute with the National Park Service and took matters into his own hands. The Park Service no longer dredges the Platte River. As a result, sediment and sand buildup, reducing the ability to get boats to Lake Michigan from that river. And one thing you got to remember is that there are places, there's channels, especially near Frankfurt, believe it or not, where they do dredge to allow boats, especially big ones, to come and go through channels into inland lakes and so on. But a lot of these rivers exist in Michigan where there's just a small river winding its way through and eventually it pops out into a lake and there you go. And if you look at the mouth of the river over time, the mouth will often change and it'll shift shapes. 
It'll be coming out over here. Then it'll be coming over here. And then a storm will come by and blow the whole thing away. It all changes. And I know that, generally speaking, they like to let nature do its thing in these cases because there are no commercial boats going in and out of the mouth of that little river. Um, I have a canoe, and I've used my canoe on the Great Lakes. I've actually had my canoe on Lake Huron, on Lake Michigan, and on Lake Superior. And I've actually been exploring places where, using satellite imagery, I can see there's a mouth of a river. And I pull up there, and there's a bar of sand across, completely across the mouth of the river. And I talk to a local, and they go, oh, that got piled up there during the last storm. It'll probably disappear either at the next storm or as more water piles up behind it because that's the mouth of a river, and eventually the water will go over it and knock it away. So when the first diversion occurred, some state and local officials, business owners, and angler groups expressed support because it increased boat access, and they argued it actually benefited the river. Township officials have called for the river mouth dredged, arguing that its shallowness is a safety hazard that impedes access to the bay for rescue boats. And also, I can tell you the last couple of years, there have been quite a few, uh, more than normal, uh, drownings in Lake Michigan along the western coast of the state of Michigan. And it just, I don't know if it has to do with more people using the water or what, but there is an issue with this. And so somebody said that, um, looking at this, two people have died in that bay. One was a teenager from Holt who drowned and a 21-year-old who died when his kayak capsized. And some people have said that by opening up this river, it might be easier for a rescue boat to get out there. I don't know if that's true. Uh, the person they're quoting here owns a local canoe livery. Um, and so I'm sure if the Coast Guard came along and said, hey, guys, we'd really like to have that open to get boats in and out, that that might have some weight here. But this is the kind of thing where almost anybody would have looked at this and said, dude, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, because, number one, you're in a park, but you're in a national park as opposed to a state park. Don't get me wrong, state parks, you don't want to be doing stuff like this either. But when you have people coming after you, it's not the feds you want. It, I, I, if I get to choose, I'd rather have the state coming after me than the feds. But also, you hear about these stories where people are out in the parks and they just decide to do something. And I, I thought it'd be easier this way. Or, you know, people chopping down trees in parks and so on. And it's just like, no, you know, you're supposed to go there and enjoy it. And by the way, um, I don't think that this guy couldn't get his boat out because of the river. I think he was looking for a shortcut. I, I could be wrong on that because it might have to do with uh, how deep his boat ran in the water. Okay, now I've got a canoe, so I can get my canoe through almost anything. In fact, if there is, in fact, no water, but there's water over there, I can pick it up and carry it. I've done that before, too. <laughs> in fact, I actually took my canoe for a walk one summer because the Saginaw River went very, very shallow upstream. Actually, I was on the Titabawassee River, which feeds into the Saginaw River, and at that point in the summer, the water in some places was um, uh, close to zero. And uh, if I got out and dragged my canoe, it actually dragged pretty well. And then I'd put it back in when the water got shallower or deeper. But the point is that, that I don't know what kind of boat this guy had. But if you simply took a poll and asked people, and said, by the way, this guy's going to take a shovel down there and cut a channel into that thing on the beach. Good idea or bad? I think most people say, dude, that's a bad idea. If nothing else, you're going to get in trouble for it. Now, should they dredge the river? Should they? Perhaps. 
But I suspect that there's a process to go through if you want to approach them and say, hey, guys, could you please look into that and consider dredging the river so that more people can use the boat launch upstream. And again, I, I admit I've never gone through that process. I don't know if there's any chance of it succeeding. Probably not. But I would have more sympathy for somebody that at least said I tried. Look, I tried. I've, I've used to launch my boat there every single summer. One summer to come, I can't get out. I asked them if they dredge it. They said no. Why not? Got no answers. But you got to remember that, that you know, we look at a, a river like this as simply being a place where, oh, we can launch our boat, right? But, of course, there are animals that live in the river. There are fish that live in the river. And there are also fish, I suspect, that may go up that river to do their business and then come back down the river. And so simply going in and rechanneling it is one thing. Dredging it might also not be good for it either in that respect. And so they might take a look at all the different boat launches in the area and go, do we have enough boat launches for all different kinds of boats? If so, we can leave it. If not, maybe they'll consider dredging it. I don't know. I do know there were some issues with dredging some of the deeper channels uh, further down this way, down towards like Holland and so on, because um, uh, of, of how much dredging they would need to do to get the water to the correct depth and it had to do with lake levels. But the lake levels have been all over the place the last few years. But uh, I remember when this happened, and you can find pictures of this on the internet uh, of before and after of what it looked like. And you can see that the river came down and did this and it meandered. And somebody just went and cut a straight line in. And then, hey, shortcut. So there you go. Man who shoveled new channel into Lake Michigan convicted of two misdemeanors from the Associated Press. Thank you to everyone who sent it because that was quite a few people. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. On the other hand, you have different fingers. On the other hand, you have different fingers.